I chose William Peace because of the personalized education it offers, which allows students to truly know their professors. It's really possible to make genuine connections with your professors and learn intentionally here and dive deep into what you're passionate about. A 12 to 1 student to faculty ratio is just one of the many reasons students choose William Peace University. Extra attention starts day one for career planning with their Career Services Center. Find out all they have to offer at peace.edu. Live from WRAL News Headquarters in Raleigh, your number one source for local news. WRAL News, coverage you can count on. Breaking news this morning, a woman is dead after being hit by a car on Creedmoor Road early this morning. What authorities say led up to this crash? Today marks one year since the mass shooting in Headingham. Coming up, how the community is moving forward and what they're doing today to remember. Heading out the door this morning, dense fog advisory. That'll last until around the middle of the morning and the rest of the afternoon looks lovely. I'll have your state fair forecast and when we can see rain for football on Saturday. Gates open in three hours for the first full day of the state fair. Why you'll need to prepare for even worse traffic than usual if you're heading out to the fairgrounds later today. Right across the street is PNC Arena having a big concert tonight and tomorrow. So the earlier you can get to the fair, the less traffic you'll run into. And if you get there early, like say 1030, you'll get to meet <laughs> Jeff and me over at the WRL tent. Happy Friday, everyone. I'm Renee Chu. And I'm Jeff Hogan. Yeah, we'll be out there later this morning. Yep. Looking forward to mm -hmm. it. Super fun. As you make your way out the door this morning, Elizabeth Gardner's in the WRL Severe Weather Center. You may run into some fog out there. Yeah, Jeff is pointing out the fact that I, I'm wearing my matching fog dress this morning. <laughs> um, we're not seeing it widespread just yet, but as we get closer to sunrise in another hour or so, sometimes um, it begins to thicken up. And sunrise tends to be the coolest time of the day. And the more we cool the atmosphere, the more condensation we'll have in this particular setup. So uh, we're looking at a quarter mile visibility in Fayetteville. We're back up to half a mile in Rocky Mount, but we've dropped to almost quarter of a mile in Goldsboro, three quarters in Clinton and in Southern Pines, quarter mile in Roxboro. So we are starting to see uh, those ceilings drop just a little bit. And uh, depending on where you are, you're going to run into some fog this morning. This is a lot. Live look at Anger. Definitely seeing some foggy conditions here. 53 degrees as our temperatures are heading out the door. We have lit to the top of the tower in orange to signify fog across the region this morning. We're also looking at rain for tomorrow. Now this afternoon, once the fog moves out, it's going to be just fine. But tomorrow we're going to start off with rain in the morning and that's likely to taper off by the middle of the afternoon. And I think we'll have some time in the afternoon that's dry to get out uh, for uh, football games, of course, and for the state fair. Along in East of I-95. Tomorrow we have a level one risk for severe storms. Better chance for some wind damage just to get a little closer to the coast. But today, again, looking good. Little fog, low cloud cover this morning. Uh, by lunchtime, if not before, we'll see some sunshine and our high temperature in the upper 70s. We're going to take a closer look at Saturday. We'll walk through it for you time, through the timeline on Futurecast coming up. Anthony? Elizabeth, as we head out to the roads this morning, of course, that fog is something we've been watching closely. No major delays or crashes showing up right now, though. We check out our I-40 map. Everything is in the green, so that's some great news here as we start our Friday morning. Let's talk about, though, here our sensors on this map right there. You can see exactly where some of that fog is showing up. The oranges would be a greater impact, if you will, right around Smithfield, I-95, toward Anger, Coates, Dunn, all of those areas south of the triangle that Elizabeth was mentioning a second ago. We'll continue to watch this. Like I said, no crashes, though, right now just plan for some of that fog out there this morning. Anthony, thanks. 
Breaking news. A woman is dead after being hit by a vehicle in Raleigh. This happened on Creedmoor Road near Southampton Drive. That's just south of 540. Brett Neese was there in the WRO Breaking News Tracker as law enforcement pieced together what happened. This is what the scene looked like here on Creedmoor Road right before 6 a.m. when a tow truck showed up to take away that car that was involved in this crash. This is video from the WRL breaking news tracker showing you some of the damage done to the front end of it. Troopers tell me around 4 a.m. a woman was walking along Creedmoor Road wearing very dark clothing when another woman driving south tried to swerve and avoid hitting her. Sadly, she still hit the woman who died here at the scene. I'm told the woman driving that SUV will not face any charges. Both lanes of Creedmoor Road were shut down for a couple of hours while troopers investigated. I'm working to learn the name of that woman who died here at the scene. I'll keep you updated. In Raleigh, Brett East, WRL News. We have a live look for you right now. Gaza City, they're seven hours ahead of us, and so that makes it one o'clock in the afternoon there. In the past few hours, Israel's military ordered more than a million people to evacuate Gaza City within the next 24 hours. The militant Hamas group is telling them to hold their ground. This all comes as the Israeli military is preparing for a possible ground attack on Gaza. And today, Hamas says Israel's heavy bombing of Gaza has killed 13 hostages, including foreigners. Israel says it will keep attacking Gaza until Hamas is destroyed. And the military says it is only attacking Hamas, not civilians. The United Nations says this is a growing humanitarian crisis. Medical officials say more than 1,500 Palestinians have been killed and thousands more are hurt. More than 400,000 people are out of their homes after strikes destroyed residential buildings. And happening right now in the WRL Live Center, we're also following reports of the Israeli military being on standby as tensions remain high on the Lebanese border. Uh, they have deployed troops, tanks and vehicles along the Lebanese border there. Iran-backed Hezbollah says it's fired precision missiles at an Israeli position in response to the killing of its members earlier this week. So tensions very high on the Lebanese border this morning. We're also learning that U.S. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, uh, he is in Israel. He's in Tel Aviv this morning. He says he'll meet with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and Austin's Israeli defense com uh, counterpart as well. Uh, we are waiting for him to come to the podium. We're going to monitor this here in the Live Center. And coming up in 10 minutes, a look at pro-Israel rallies here in the Triangle and the increased security measures in the U.S. as fears grow about possible attacks here. One year ago, Raleigh was rocked by a deadly mass shooting. Today, a push for answers after the Headingham neighborhood attack continues. Now, five lives were cut short. Officer Gabriel Torres, Susan Carnitz, Mary Marshall, Nicole Connors, and James Thompson. The community will come together today to remember them and honor survivors and first responders. WRL's Kelsey Coffey joins us live now with a look at how that community continues to work to heal. Kelsey. Jeff, today people from across Raleigh will gather here at City Hall for a remembrance ceremony to honor those who lost their lives that day. Take a look at this video. You may remember what it looked like in Headingham during the immediate aftermath of the shooting. Flowers, candles and notes spread across an entrance of the neighborhood. Neighbors will gather there tonight for a private candlelight vigil. 
A group of people who live in the area formed what they call the CARES Committee to offer resources to their neighbors who still may be struggling. In an interview you'll only hear on WRAL, the president of the Headingham Homeowners Association, Kathleen Nielsen, describes how her community is fighting to cope now one year later. I think the neighborhood is just unsettled now. We, they've, we've, and they have done a lot of work to bring everybody together so that we can work towards healing. And that community is healing by trying to find joy during a time that brings a lot of memories of pain. Tomorrow, they'll host a trunk or treat event for children in the neighborhood to do something uplifting during this difficult time. And today's remembrance ceremony for the public is scheduled for 3.30 p.m. Kelsey Coffey, WRL News, live in Raleigh. Austin Thompson is the accused shooter in this case. He was 15 at the time and will be tried as an adult. Prosecutors announced those new developments in the case and Thompson's father, Alan, as well, will be charged for not properly storing a firearm. If you'd like to read more about the people who were killed in this attack and as well as the people who survived it and the investigation into this tragedy last year, you can do so by visiting WRL.com or the WRL News app. House Republicans remain at odds on a new speaker as you're looking live at Capitol Hill. Their top nominee for the position, Steve Scalise, is now out of the running because he did not have enough votes. Scalise abandoned his bid last night a little more than 24 hours after House Republicans nominated him to replace Kevin McCarthy. He had defeated Jim Jordan for the nomination. Now the question turns to whether Jordan has enough support to secure the nomination or get enough votes on the House floor to secure the speakership. The House is in recess until a speaker is named. That means it cannot vote on any legislation, including funding for Israel. If you plan on voting in next month's elections, today is your last day to register. Municipal elections are scheduled for November 7th. The voter registration deadline is 25 days before Election Day. Mail-in registration applications must be postmarked by today, October 13th. Your county board of elections must receive that no later than 20 days before the election. Gates will open in less than three hours for the first full day of the State Fair. WRL's Destiny Patterson is live out at the State Fairgrounds this morning. Destiny, the first Friday of the fair, expecting a huge turnout today with the pleasant weather and some big traffic backups as well. That's right, Renee. It's just one of those weekends where there's a lot going on. This is the Ferris wheel behind me, and pretty soon, like you said, this will be lit up. There will be plenty of people here, but there are also events that are happening just across the street at PNC Arena. We've got a couple of concerts that will be going on there. Both Travis Scott and Shania Twain both have concerts scheduled in the coming days, and Scott has concerts both tonight and tomorrow with PNC and PNC Arena right next to the fairgrounds that could cause some backups. On those days, you're going to need to add a lot more time because you're not just going to have fair traffic in the evening. You're going to have evening traffic from people getting off of work and then you're going to have fair traffic. Of course, another piece of this is the construction on the main roads that lead into the fairgrounds and the PNC Arena area. And parking will also fill up fast here because of those reasons. You can park off-site and take a shuttle to the gates. They're each within a couple of miles from here. And that option could also help you avoid some of those backups as well. Of course, it's also recommended that if you can, make sure that you carpool and make sure that you also pack that patience along with you. You can find 
find a full guide for the state fair on WREL.com. Destiny Patterson, WREL News in Raleigh. And while you're at the State Fair, don't forget to look for our tent on the northeast side of Dorton Arena facing Restaurant Row. Today, Jeff and I will be there this morning. We always enjoy meeting the folks on the other side of the TV in the mornings, followed by Dan and Lena, who will be there this afternoon. You can find a full list on WRL.com. Search Fair. 11 minutes after 6 on your Friday, people in the Triangle are showing their support for Israel as hundreds were in downtown Raleigh last night standing in solidarity. The State Fair isn't the only event happening in the area this weekend. Fall fun is in the air as we look at WRL Out and About's best bets. And out and about this morning, you may run into some patchy fog. We take a live look at Clinton here. Uh, we're looking at some low cloud cover, but visibility is looking okay here. As we get closer to sunrise in the next hour or so, that fog may thicken up a bit, but the sunshine will return this afternoon. As you get into your car, tune to WRAL News Plus on your radio in Raleigh on 99.3 FM, in Durham 96.5 FM, and everywhere on 101.5 HD3. A lot of things happening around here, but the mountains look beautiful this time of year. There is a lot of color, especially in the higher elevations. We're going to end up seeing some showers early in the morning tomorrow in the mountains. We're going to see that front moving through, bringing us some rain in the morning through about early to mid-afternoon. But it may end up drying out a little bit during the afternoon tomorrow in the mountains. A chilly 59 at Grandfather Mountain, 75 at Bryson City. And on Sunday, cloudy with a few sprinkles and cooler, 53 in Highlands, 57, Asheville, and 51 in Boone. We take a look at where the color is is right now and you can see that orange area that's moderate color and you're going to see that again in the highest elevations from grandfather mountain down through uh, mount mitchell and of course over the next few weeks it will continue to brighten up as we head out to the roads this morning things thankfully as we speak are looking pretty good aside from that fog that we've been tracking so make sure to be careful out there as you're headed to start your friday morning here's a live look i-540 at us 401 of course the cars are moving along everything looking pretty smooth there as we speak those major approaches here into the city of raleigh and durham are also in good shape no crashes to report right there very minor delays if any but we will continue to watch it and just plan for some of that fog out there this morning Deeply rooted stances about the war in the Middle East are on full display in the Triangle. Hundreds turned out for a pro-Israel demonstration in downtown Raleigh. Many in the crowd said they have family and friends in Israel, where war has been raging for nearly a week now. Raleigh police officers surrounded the rally in case things escalated. We did not see anything violent, nor did we see any counter-protesters. There's enhanced security at the U.S. Capitol complex today. Capitol Police are putting extra barriers around the building that they say they have other security measures in place as well that are not being made public for safety reasons. A lot of talk about the State Fair, naturally, but it is not the only event happening around the Triangle this weekend. Here's a look at some of WRL Out and About's best bets. Deep River Brewing Company in Clayton is celebrating Oktoberfest tomorrow. They will have the Oktoberfest beer on draft and in cans to go. You can also get a collector's edition 22-ounce beer stein. The celebration is happening from noon to 10 p.m.
Families can enjoy a day of fun at Pullen Park's Harvest Fest. It includes fall games, vendors selling pumpkins and other fall favorites, live music, a bonfire, much more going on out there. Raleigh Fire Department will be there with a bounce house and slide as well. It's happening tomorrow from 3 to 7. The rain date is Sunday. On Sunday, the Bull City Race Fest is happening in Durham. The course takes runners through downtown and surrounding historic neighborhoods. It's all happening at the American Tobacco Campus. And WRL is a proud community partner. Ali Ingersoll and Jeff will be emceeing that event. For more about these events and others happening this weekend, go to WRL.com and search out and about. Jeff will also be running the <laughs> half marathon. Is that yeah. right? And you're oh. working Monday? Of course. Oh. Yes, yes. We, I think you should come out and join me. I'm telling you, it's going to be a nice day for it. Temperature's going to be nice and cool. There's going to be like 3,500 other people out there. There's so much stuff happening uh, this weekend, including the State Fair. And uh, first, we've got to get through some of this fog out there on this Friday. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner with the advisory. Yeah, a few hints of fog behind you guys. I haven't seen a lot of widespread fog on the cameras this morning. Just a few pockets here and there. So uh, patchy fog with visibilities down to a quarter of a mile and a couple of spots down in the Sand Hills and um, up around uh, Rocky Mount and Wilson. It uh, expires at 10 a.m., about 9 10 o'clock, we should start to see the fog dissipating. We have a beautiful afternoon in our forecast. Visibility at a quarter of a mile is what we would consider fog. So we're looking at that in Fayetteville and Rocky Mount, close to it in Clinton, and about three quarters of a mile there in Southern Pines, half a mile up in Roxborough. We take a look at Fayetteville. You can kind of get the at hand as we take a look down Hay Street past our newsroom. You sort of see uh, there in the uh, in those street lights. It looks a little bit foggy. But Chapel Hill is looking good. Uh, Apex and Goldsboro, you know, it looks like there's a little bit of low cloud cover. As the sun comes up, we'll have a, a better look at that. We're going to see a beautiful day today with lots of sunshine. This is a look at 5 o'clock this, this evening. By the time we get to 9 or 10 o'clock, we start to cloud up. And then we have the potential for some showers starting tomorrow. If you're headed to the fair today, the weather is going to be great. The fog will burn off quickly and we'll end up with some showers uh, starting very early tomorrow morning. So this is 8 a.m. We have a cold front that will swing through. That front's going to move on by. and We'll start to see some clearing early to mid-afternoon depending on where you are. So it's not going to be a total washout for tomorrow. Uh, much of the afternoon should be salvageable. But then there may be another quick shower that rolls through during the evening. So looking beautiful today. Uh, gates open at 9 o'clock. And about that time, the fog will begin to dissipate. We'll see 79 this afternoon. Saturday is going to be wet, especially the first half of the day through lunchtime. And then some gradual clearing in the afternoon. And then on Sunday, mostly cloudy and cooler, 67. But Sunday looks dry. Big uh, day for college football for tomorrow. Once we get into the evening, so uh, NC State plays at Duke at 8. Miami plays at UNC at 7.30. That rain should be over uh, easily well before then, but there could be an evening sprinkle. I would take along your raincoat or your umbrella. At 2 o'clock, same story. They're at uh, Fayetteville State. Livingstone plays there at 2 o'clock. We should see the bulk of the rain being over by that point. Tropical Storm Sean still hanging out out there, moving northwest at 13, 45-mile-per-hour winds. It's likely to dissipate over the weekend. Next wave coming off the coast of Africa has a 60% chance of developing. Saturday, first half of the day, early afternoon remains wet, an isolated thunderstorm. It's a level one risk for severe storms in our eastern counties. Sunday, mostly cloudy and cool, but should stay fairly dry, 67. And then looking at some cool temperatures to begin next week, Anthony.
Elizabeth, we head out to the roads this morning and so far so good. No crashes to report. I think everyone is just kind of staying home, enjoying their Friday. Here's what we're seeing, though, as far as the sensors picking up that fog that Elizabeth was talking about a second ago, where you see that orange, our eastern counties will send back towards Smithfield, where we're seeing it kind of patchy here. Not widespread issues at this point, but it's enough where you should probably plan a little bit of extra time here as you're headed out this morning. Those major approaches here into the city of Durham are looking great. Everything is in the green right now. Also in the city of Raleigh, we're looking good. We'll continue to watch it though and have another update for you in about 10 minutes. Thanks, Anthony. The Biden administration is working to get Americans out of Israel. The work federal officials are doing today to try to evacuate those folks safely. And a woman is dead after being hit by a car in Raleigh. It happened around four this morning. Why the driver will who hit her will not be facing charges. This What's Trending report, sponsored by Rug and Home. Taylor Swift has become a big talking point for the NFL this season. We've seen it. We've heard it. It happened again in primetime last night. Of course. She was in the house for last night's <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs game against the Denver Broncos. In an interview before the game, broadcaster Al Michaels said coverage of Taylor Swift would be toned down from previous games. And he said, quote, you can't make a sideshow the show. The vast majority of the audience are tuning in to watch a football game. The prime video broadcast still showed Swift several times during last night's game. They still got their cutaways. And Mama Kelsey was there as well. I was, I was, start, I was starting to get worried. Would mm, Mama Kelsey right. be, you know, yeah. be there in the suite? Taylor's been to three out of four, uh, the last four um, games for the Chiefs. And you, you can't blame the NFL. This is a marketing opportunity, right? Mm -hmm. But even, you know, some of the folks are like, it was not as obnoxious as it has <laughs> been in recent weeks. But no question, she's bringing fans to tuning into the broadcasts. A different fan. There coming. is that, yeah. yeah. Saturday Night Live is back tomorrow night with host Pete Davidson. This will be his first time hosting the show after he was a cast member for eight seasons. And he says his mom will be in the audience. <laughs> He's trying to help her find a date. He says, quote, she's a good catch. Look, there's a picture of her. Yeah, he says she hasn't been with anyone in more than 20 years. And he wants her to find someone nice. But then he also joked and said, I just want to get my, you know. Hands rid of her. <laughs> mom, off mom. your hands. It's a terrible thing Come to say, on. Pete Davidson. No. <laughs> but sweet, that mom will be there to support him. And Pete hosting is going to be funny. Yeah. You know that. Philadelphia Phillies are moving on to the National League Championship Series. After last night, they closed out the series with the Atlanta Braves. They won the game 3-1, and they won the series 3-1. They will play now the Arizona Diamondbacks. That'll be in the National League Championship Series. Game one of that series is Monday night. You can catch an NFL doubleheader Sunday on Fox 50. At 1, the San Francisco 49ers are playing the Cleveland Browns. Then at 4, the Philadelphia Eagles will be in New York to play the Jets. Then you'll want to turn it over to WRL for Football Night in America. That will be at 7. Right after that, the New York Giants and the Buffalo Bills will kick off. The games get started at 8.20. From the State Fair to concerts at PNC Arena, there's a lot going on this weekend. I'll tell you how to best navigate expected traffic delays. And check out this live picture. See the little sliver of moon right there? There's a little hint of fog here in downtown Raleigh. And we're seeing more fog in some spots. I'll show you what time it all uh, moves out and the sunshine returns for today coming up.
And some Republicans expressing frustration at the U.S. Capitol. This is a live look there right now this morning. There's more drama in the search for a new Speaker of the House as the top nominee withdraws his name from consideration. Are you unhappy with your CPAP provider? Did you know you can easily switch providers right now? I'm Megan Giggling, General Manager of Parkway Sleep Health Centers. We are North Carolina's number one source for CPAP machines and supplies. Contact us today. We ship anywhere in North Carolina. If you're in need of a CPAP machine, supplies, a knowledgeable doctor, or a sleep study, Parkway has you covered. For information or to schedule an appointment, visit parkwaysleep.com. Sound sleep, sound health. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.